What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Introverted Wanderer. This is episode two, where we're going to talk about uh, online travel agents, uh, better known as Expedia, Priceline, Hotwire, Hotels Tonight, all that fun stuff. Let's go. everybody welcome back to another episode this time uh, like i mentioned earlier we're going to talk about online travel agencies better known to all of you as expedia priceline hotwire hotels tonight all these just discount travel sites or what people like to call discount travel sites so a uh, little insight from me uh, being in the hotel industry and um i i, I guess uh, Coming up before I got into hotels, like these were how I, using these sites is how I traveled and book travel uh, just religiously, right? Like it makes it easy. Everything's in one, like one place. You just type in a city, you're getting the best, cheapest rate, right? Now, now mind that word cheap, right? Remember that we're going to come back to that a little bit later. Um, but, you know, everybody likes to go there because it's a one-stop shop. So then I got into hotels and I kind of got to see the other side of it and how it really works, uh, at least at, on, on the guest sake or the, the customer sake, whatever you want to say, as well as on the hotel side uh, or the airline side. So and, and a lot of these sites are, are very upfront uh, in their commercials and they will tell you the truth. Like we sell unsold seats. We sell unsold hotel rooms at a discounted rate. Yes, they do. But it, it's not always the the least expensive rate and note again there i use least expensive not cheapest um and it's not always at the best rate for you as a guest or a customer and it's not always in your best interest as a guest or a customer they're they're they tend to feed off of that we make it simple and easy to book and that's great i love them i love them for personal reasons i still use them religiously to this day but in a different manner which we'll get into here in a few minutes um and as a hotelier and, and working in a hotel i love them because i can just use them to fill my rooms right so if it's a friday night and it's just a random like December here in uh, DC and I'm not selling rooms and the rest of the city isn't selling rooms, man, I will use those religiously. Hotel Tonight, uh, Expedia, Hotwire, like we will gladly open those up at a severely discounted rate to get you into our, hot our hotel. And then we're hoping that you're gonna spend money at the bar or at the restaurant, or you're gonna buy uh, movies, or you know, you're gonna do stuff to bring in um, uh, it, like, uh, like ancillary revenue uh, to our hotel, and we're gonna take that gamble. The other thing is, is you know, if we don't sell that room, we get nothing. I can sell you a room at a heavily discounted rate, and I'm probably still gonna turn a little bit of profit on there after I flip the room. So let's start at the beginning, right? Like, let's say you're thinking about going to take a trip, and you're gonna go look at. Uh, let's just use Expedia for example, because like essentially they they kind of own and run everything, right? Um, so you jump on Expedia and you search for a room in Washington D.C. and you know it, it it comes up in the list. And the thing you need to know about that list is it is paid for, right? Just like everything else, these hotels and these airlines and these businesses can pay to get to the top, right? And 
you know, you've got to figure out the way to sort it to get the best info that you want, right? Because they're going to, you know, some hotels uh, will show up and they'll still be four or $500 and they'll pop up at the top of the list when you shop. Obviously, you know, if you're going there and you're not, and you're looking for a discounted rate, that's not the hotel you're looking for, but they're still going to come up to the top. So you sort it, you do all your stuff, you look, you find your room. So let's say you go book a room at, uh, let's just, you know, do something general, right? So Holiday Inn Express, right? In Washington, D.C. And look at that. It's close to everything you want to see. You're looking for a quick getaway and it's selling for a uh, $99 rate for you, right? So then you just book it, right? And you, you book it and you don't, you don't think about it again. You're like, you get your confirmation, you go show up at the hotel. Uh, and then they're going to ask for a credit card and, and you're like, what's this all about? And then they're going to take an incidental hold, which for those of you that don't know this, like we will talk about this in a future episode a lot more in depth because you as travelers need to be aware of this and, and have the right to ask questions, uh, but also need to understand why hotels do it um, and why they ask for this up front. Anyway, and then you're going to be like, oh, well, nobody told me this. Well, you know, unfortunately it is in there. It's in that fine print. And that's the thing I've noticed after getting into hotels. And I did this myself before I got into hotels, I would book it, go, and then be pissed off when things didn't go out the way that I originally planned. So when you book rooms on these sites, you need to read everything. You need to read what's included. You need to read what's in the fine print. Like, is there a deposit uh, or an incidental hold? Um, are there extra charges? You know, a lot of hotels and a lot of resorts are going to tack these extra fees on that are not included in that rate with Expedia or Priceline or Hotwire. I'm not picking on Expedia, I promise. Um, so you do that, you get to the hotel and all of a sudden something happens and the hotel kind of looks at you like, sorry, you know, I can't really help you. And you're going to, you know, go give them a bad review and you're going to tell everybody it's a shitty hotel. That's not the case. Literally, they can't help you. What you have to remember is that you paid Expedia. You are not paying the hotel. So if you haven't charged anything to your room, uh, you know, there, there's kind of nothing they can do for you. They, they can't give you money back because they don't have your credit card info. You know, again, you did not pay them. So that's one of the downfalls of this is when you do that, you are locked in. Or let's say something happens like, you know, your flight gets canceled or you just change your mind and you can't make the trip or you know what, you overextend yourself and you don't have enough money to go and you probably should stay home this weekend. So you make that decision. Well, that hotel then is got you in the palm of, your, uh, of their hand because they can actually tell you, no, I'm not going to give your money back. I'm not going to release this reservation. I'm going to charge you a, a cancel fee and it's fully prepaid, non-refundable. And then jokes on you because I'm going to go back and sell this room probably for more than what you booked it for because now my hotel's filled up and I've caused some compression within my hotel or my area. And I can now sell this for double what I sold it to you. And I'm going to keep your money. Um, and I can promise you from a hotel side, like that is not our intention. Uh, but if we are selling out and you're going to run the risk of us leaving an empty room because you decided to go fully prepaid, non-refundable, and then you're, you, you know, you're calling in and, and, and giving us a story or, or telling us what happened, you know, it, it's our decision. It's not yours. You click that button that said, yes, I agree to all the terms and conditions. And then you change your mind afterwards. It just, it, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, so, uh, you know, that goes through and then you, you put the situation to be resolved on yourself because you're going to have to call Expedia because Expedia doesn't have to release your money either. The hotel can sit here and say, yeah, I'm more than willing to help you out. And Expedia says no, uh, or vice versa. You may call Expedia. They may say, hey, we're more than willing to help you out. And the hotel may say no. So a few things you can do in that scenario. Uh, let's say you book this hotel and you get there and it's, it's just 
you know, maybe not what you thought, or you didn't get the room you thought you were going to get. Now, that's another thing you got to pay attention to, guys. You got to look and see, is your room type guaranteed? Nine times out of 10, it's probably not going to be. And to be honest, if you're getting a discounted rate, you're not going to get the best room in the house. Like, don't go in thinking you're going to slide a $10 bill over to, you know, this, this guy at the desk and he's going to give you the presidential suite because you decided to do a last minute trip like, and, and go through that site. Like, that's just not how it works. Um, so like, let's say this happens and, and, you know, an issue happens and sometimes they do, it's, it's just the way it is. Um, the best thing you could do is to kind of keep a calm demeanor. And you're going to hear this a lot through these episodes, especially when I'm trying to help you guys, uh, to maybe get more out of your stay or maybe get that free upgrade or maybe, you know, get some extra points or, you know, whatever it could be. Um, keep a calm demeanor. The person in front of you, 99% of the time had nothing to do with what went wrong. So you need to remember that and you need to go at them nicely and just say, Hey, like, I know this isn't you. Here's what happened. Like, it's, it's not the greatest thing. Like, what are my options? You know, what can, what can we do to kind of make this right? So some things they do have the option to do is to credit you with, or, you know, give you credit to the restaurant, right? Like, so maybe they can't take a restaurant charge off because, or, you know, like, you haven't charged anything to your room yet. So they, they can give you options for things they can do, but don't come in stark raving mad saying, I want my money back like this and that. Like when you click that button, they literally do not have to give you that money back. It does not matter. Now, the other thing about this is you're going to sit here and say, well, they're not giving me my points for my Hilton honors. They're not giving me my IHG rewards points. No, you should not earn them there because you're not booking based on the hotel brand. No matter if you went there looking for Holiday Inn Express or not, you're not going through their website, so you are not showing loyalty. And in my true, honest, 100% opinion, you don't deserve points. You don't deserve credit for the stay. That's just the way it is. Now, they do have the option to maybe deposit points in your account if something goes wrong. But remember, that costs the hotel money. So something has to go wrong other than you just saying, I want my points. Um, so again, like if, if something does go wrong, it's not the end of the world. It is going to be difficult to get your money back on your card because you're going to have to deal with two separate entities that are both going to have to agree that you deserve to get your money back and then try and find something else. Whether it's like, Hey, if I book another room, could I, uh, come back at some point in time? And maybe you guys hook me up then, you know, there's a lot of different options that you can do. So. I generally now book direct, whether it's a flight, whether it's a hotel, no matter what it is, I will book direct now. But how I find my best rates is using all of these sites, uh, as well as a few other apps and other websites that I will use. And we'll get to those here in a little bit later. Uh, but I, I generally use these to search to find where's the best hotels that are open or like have open availability and vacancy in the general vicinity that I want to be in. Cause these things will search and let you narrow it down to that. Right. And then I can look at four stars. I can uh, sort it by review and then I can go through, look at the pictures, look at the reviews of the hotel, right? I can kind of make up my own mind. And then I'm generally going to go to that hotel's website. And the reason I'm going to do that is because now these online travel agencies, they don't have the lowest rate all the time. A lot of times their rate is usually right at what that hotel or that airline is booking. You're going to save just a few dollars here and there. And then it, you book direct, it gives you more options to fix an issue, to earn points. 
uh, to maybe get a little more, more love, to maybe get an upgrade. Like, I'm going to be honest, insider tip, like when we're going through and we're sold out and we're having to give complimentary upgrades, we're not looking at you. We're not looking at Expedia. We're not looking at Hotel Tonight. It doesn't matter if you put that at your anniversary because it, I guarantee you it's everybody in that hotel's anniversary, everybody's birthday. It's everybody's special occasion. Um, you know, we're going to look at those that book directly with us. And to be honest, they deserve to get it, not the people that went and booked basically the lowest rate they could find. So what I do after I've kind of narrowed it down and said like, all right, this is the hotel I want to stay at, or this is the, um, you know, the airline and the, and the flight that I want to book and the times I'll go directly to that website and I will book it just straight up book it. Now, most of these are going to have an option to buy a prepaid non-refundable reservation directly through their website. And that is nine times out of 10 going to be the same rate or the same amount. So again, you're, you're like cutting out the middleman and giving yourself more options. If you need to rearrange your travel plans, if you need to cancel your reservation, if you need to, uh, if something goes wrong and you would like a refund, you know, if something goes wrong and you're looking for different ways of service recovery, you're giving yourself that opportunity to um, get that done easily and efficiently. Now, moving on to that whole uh, where I said cheap and inexpensive, and you need to know that these are two very different words, right? Like there is a major difference between cheap and inexpensive. And you need to know that that difference is going to kind of make or break whatever trip you're booking, right? So. And I'm, I'm going to throw some airlines out here uh, and more so because it might help to get my point across when I when I talk about this. So when you're searching for airlines and, and if you're anything like me, uh, again, I'll, I'll go to a few apps uh, that I mainly live on now when searching. But if I was going through Expedia, uh, let's say to search for uh, flights and I know my dates and I kind of want to see what's out there, what's the rates and what airlines are, are booking at what rates. Um, I, uh, you know, generally what pops up at the top is going to be, and, uh, no offense to those that are, that are hardcore spirit or frontier or Southwest, but, uh, of course Southwest, I don't believe plays in trip, uh, or in Expedia. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, you know, the first thing that pops up and you see this number right at the top, it's like super low. So let's say, you know, I'm in DC and I'm trying to go back home, uh, to North Carolina and I see there's an $89 round trip flight. And then I look over and it's spirit. Right. So they, they book in with the, like they hook you with that low rate. And then everything I'm else, uh, every other price I'm seeing is like 200 plus to get home. And I'm like, oh, man. So like 89 bucks. But then I got my carry on uh, and then I got my backpack. And then, you know, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit in an aisle seat. You know, that I, I just can't do it. I got to have a window seat and then I got to pick my seat and then I got to pay that all the way coming back. And all of a sudden I'm paying eighty nine dollars, ninety bucks. Uh, just to get on the plane with my bags, pick a seat that I want to be in so that I'm comfortable. And like it, all of a sudden that $89 flight turns into a $200 flight anyway. And I'm not booking spirit normally. So I'm not a member of their rewards program. I probably never will be. I don't even know if they have one. Uh, but then I see that Delta flight for 200 bucks and I'm just going to book that Delta flight. And again, I'm going to go to Delta and I'm going to book my points. I'm going to make sure I get my miles and uh, that I'm getting some kind of reward out of being loyal to them and continuing to book with them. Um, 
so don't don't be fooled by just looking at that price again that that comes into that reading the fine print right like check those baggage fees like how much is that going to cost me to go or you know hey i've, I've had plenty of friends that uh, when i lived in minneapolis they would do a, a quick two or three day trip to chicago on spirit and it literally cost them 25 dollars round trip and you know they booked on or they were able to pack everything into one backpack uh for a quick trip they had a place to stay for free and that that you know, hey, that's great. Like, I got no problem doing that. And uh, whenever I do travel to Europe, like, I look at those budget airlines because you can get out for relatively cheap, especially if you're able to maybe check your carry-on luggage at the, the hotel that you were staying in for a few days and then just pack a backpack for a quick trip to, like, Mallorca from Barcelona and then come back to Barcelona, pick up your big bags, go stay at your hotel for another night or so, and then, you know, catch the big plane back uh, stateside. So again, like read the fine print, check it out, see how much that's gonna add up, do the math, because there's nothing more frustrating than be locked into a plane ticket and not being able to get out and then realizing like, I could have been more comfortable on a bigger airline, I could have earned miles and uh, it would have been way better than this or possibly even cheaper than booking with that budget airline where you see that low price to begin with. So always remember that I cannot harp enough to book, like you've got to read the fine print before you book because there's always going to be some catch and these airlines these hotels they're not being sneaky they put it out there you just are choosing not to read it and if you really still want to book through expedia at least go to that airline's website directly don't go through expedia and what expedia is telling you because they don't have a dog in that fight right they're wanting you to book so they're going to make it a little more difficult for you to get that info right or if you're booking at a hilton hotel through expedia go to that hilton website and read what it says. Go to the frequently asked questions. That's gonna answer everything for you and give you all the info direct from the hotel. And I'll be honest with you, if you book through Expedia and you go to this Hilton hotel and you try to say, well, Expedia didn't tell me this, that's on Expedia, that's not on the hotel. Do your homework, go to the hotel's website because if that hotel's website says one thing and you get to that hotel and they don't honor it and there's nothing in that fine print that says like the hotels don't have to honor this if you book through Expedia or a third party, then you know that you've actually got an argument and and might be able to get a little bit more out of that so again like just read the fine print so let's go back to me and how i'll use it so again i'll use it and then i'll go direct to the airline or i'll go direct to the hotel website you might even be able to get another deal um and and get a little bit either not necessarily a bigger discount but you might get more add-ons by booking through that website so first I'll go to Expedia and I'll check it out and I'll see what's going on. And, and this is telling me like how things look. And I, you know, if I'm looking for a hotel, I'm going to let Expedia narrow things down into that exact area that I want to be. Right. And then I'm going to look at those rates and you need to measure those rates against each other. And you're going to see some outliers, some really high and some really low. And generally you can look at the brand of the hotel and know why it's high or why it's low. And here's where cheap and inexpensive comes into play. Spirit is cheap, right? Like they're gonna nickel and dime you for everything, right? But if you catch that uh, Delta flight at the right time, and I will do a podcast uh, on how to, uh, when's the best time to buy airline tickets and how I find mine for really, uh, like for really low cost. Uh, I do have that on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube channel, it already breaks it down and you get to see my beautiful face. So that's like win-win, right? Like, but 
you need to realize the difference between cheap and inexpensive, right? And you can go budget and you're going cheap and you're going to get what you pay for. Or you can try and find something that's a little more inexpensive. And what you need to do is look at those hotel rates and say, all right, these are high, these are low. Is there a little pocket where they're higher than normal? And that probably means there's compression. That means those hotels, there's something going on in that area. And you might want to avoid that area. Now, if you're seeing really high rates all over the city, that means something big is going on. And my friend, you probably just need to pick a different time to go or pick a different city to go to because there's high compression in the city. Rates are being driven up and everybody's fighting each other to get a higher rate and fill their hotels. Right. So let's talk a little bit really quick uh, before I let you guys go. Um about a few apps that I use. And I mentioned my YouTube channel. And if you go to my YouTube channel, it's the Introverted Wanderer. It's gonna have an episode on there about how I find my inexpensive flights. And I have kind of gone away from Expedia and Priceline and all these guys using uh, them as a way for me to see what the prices are and then to try and guess and then uh, the dates that you wanna book and then kind of keeping an eye on it. Uh, there are two really great apps out there. One, well, one's a website and it has an app. The other one I've only seen as an app. And I will preface this with neither one of these have, have paid me, have done anything for me to do this. I just, I will use these religiously. Uh, and I still do. I recommend them to friends. I show them to anybody who is, is asking me about uh, travel or, or how to find, uh, you know, inexpensive flights. So the first one's called Hopper and it's an app and I know it's for iPhone, Android, it, it works on every cell phone that there is. And it's like this little orange box with a white bunny. You need to go down this, uh, download this app if you wanna travel, right? So the great thing about this app is it lets you search for your flights and it's gonna give you a really cool calendar that's gonna have dates and specific colors and deeper and darker and lighter colors to kind of show how expensive or how inexpensive these dates are to fly. And they're spot on. Now, not only that, once you look up the date range that you want, the city you wanna fly from to the city you wanna fly to, you can be very exact. It is gonna ask you if you want that app to watch that flight and always say yes, because it is going to text you updates when price rise, when the price drops, and it's gonna let you know when the best time to buy is. And it is constantly watching these flights how many are being booked because right if there are more flights booking in there that rate's going to go up right not down and so it's going to let you know and it'll send you a text to say like hey now's a good time to buy or whoa this just went up let's hold off we predict it's going to drop and it will even tell you like we think it's going to drop about a hundred dollars between now and the time we're going to tell you to book i cannot stress how great this app is Go download it, play around in it. If you're looking um, for an example, like just shoot me, uh, shoot me something in the comments here, like drop me an email, uh, go to my YouTube and drop a comment on that episode. I will more, uh, I'd be always more than happy to kind of do something to show you guys how I do it or give you a few more examples or walk you through how I'll set it up. But like currently right now, I'm looking at like 12 different flights. I'm looking at some for friends, I'm looking at some for family, I'm looking at some for me, and waiting on that time to book or either send a text message, say, hey, book this, and I can send a screenshot. It even lets you uh, send a screenshot directly from it. Like you can text it, you can send it via Facebook Messenger. Um, the people that have done this app have done it right and are doing better and better all the time. And now they're starting to roll hotels into there as well. Uh, which makes me really excited. Um, it's just not big enough that like some of the cities that I go to or as I travel through, um, it, it, it's just hasn't, I haven't had the opportunity to use it for hotels yet. And I really hope I do in the future. 
So the other app, uh, and this one is a website, is called airfarewatchdog.com. And it is great in the fact that it will send you um, a little breakdown every day of, you know, you put in, I want to fly out of LaGuardia uh, or JFK or Newark. And I live in the New York City area, so uh, please watch these flights. And it'll send you an email every day with the you know what rate what the rates are it's not looking for necessarily the cheapest it's not looking for the most expensive it's just kind of telling you like hey here's the deals we have for the day shop around see what you think and then when you click on one of those rates it's going to tell you exactly where their uh you know algorithm found it what are the dates you have to leave what are the dates you have to go uh come back like is there a length of stay restriction meaning like you you can fly out this day but you got or you you can fly out on a tuesday and you've got to be gone for four days and come back and you can get this as long as you book in quarter one of 2020 right so it's it's really good really detailed um the only thing is is it works kind of more in that wide range of things so like you say i you know live in new york and i'm looking to go to cancun and it's going to kind of send you different airlines and different dates uh, that they're finding these rates and it's going to direct you into how to find it uh, so you can either keep watching it or just book it or kind of change up completely and try to go somewhere different um, i cannot recommend these two apps enough uh, i don't use airfare watchdog quite as much as i used to um, before i found hopper um, and I cannot, like, I swear by Hopper. I, I, I know I probably sound like a broken record, but if you're listening to this, go download that app, play around in it. You are going to be hooked um, on, on being able to find flights. The other great thing is, is it will let you book directly through their app. And it's going to take you to that website and book a direct uh direct app and then it saves all your travelers it saves your payment info like it makes it really easy to do now me with hopper once i find it i go directly to that airline's website i do i book through hopper a few times i generally try not to um, just more so because i want to guarantee that i am booking directly with that company again kind of showing my loyalty saying like hey i see this i you know i'm 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 paying $3 more, but it's worth it uh, to make sure that I book with you guys and show you guys the love. Um, that's all I've got for you guys tonight. Again, this was episode two. Uh, make sure to go and subscribe and rate and you know, give me any feedback you can about this podcast. I'd love to hear what you guys uh, think of this, and I'd love to hear what you guys want to hear. Are there any questions you have, uh, anything you want me to cover? Um, I am going to kind of be uh, talking a little bit more about how I do what I do and then getting into a little bit more of the uh, hotel side of it um, to let you know, like, here's what we're thinking when we see this or when we talk to you or when we say this, this is what we mean. So uh, to be a little broad for a little bit, uh, but then the more you guys want to hear, please let me know what you want. And then I'll be more than happy to cover it and uh, just make sure you guys are fully informed. Uh, my goal with this is to help everybody kind of get to travel and get to see and then understand, uh, see the things I've seen. Uh, as well as to be able to get to um, understand hotels and hopefully airlines a little bit uh, and restaurants uh, kind of more from an insider's perspective as here's what we see, here's how we do it, and uh, here's the things that we think. So uh, again, make sure to go and subscribe to this podcast so you get an alert every time I post another episode. Uh, make sure to rate me and make sure to leave any comments behind. Drop me an email, drop me a line, go see me on Twitter, go see me on Instagram, uh, and go subscribe to me on YouTube. Make sure to click that alert button on there so that you get any updates once I start um, filming these podcasts and filming other episodes on there. So until uh, we meet again, have a great week. We'll talk later. Deuces. Deuces.